Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Time on right here on 1116 SEN. And as I mentioned a little earlier, huge amount of summer sports starting this week. The WNBL kicks off, the Big Bash kicks off and the NBL kicks off. You're going to hear so much of Melbourne United and the Wildcats across the SEN networks and a huge part well, the best broadcaster in my eyes in the game, nbl.com.au. NBL Overtime on ESPN tonight at 7.30 is Liam Santa Maria, and he joins me now. Liam, hello to you. Hello, Cam. You're very, very kind. I appreciate it. We spent a lot of time together, both on Overtime and many other projects, and the excitement, it builds, it builds, and builds. And finally, again, after an elongated off-season, it's right here only a couple of days away, and it kick-starts in Tasmania for the first time in over 20 years. It's very, very exciting. We've spoken a lot over the last few years about the continued growth of the NBL, and look, part of that is the lucrative broadcast deal that's in place this season, and Another part of that is the the growth and the expansion of the league. We saw the South East Melbourne Phoenix come into the competition a couple of years ago. They are up and about. They're championship contenders already coming into this year. And you're right. In a couple of days, we see the NBL debut of the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. They're going to roll out in their recently refurbished arena that spent $60 million on that thing down there in Hobart. It looks a treat. The team's got some exciting pieces, and they're going to take on the Brisbane Bullets on opening night to kick off what's going to be a spectacular NBL season. Anytime there's a new franchise, Liam, the, the, the question mark is not necessarily about you know how deep can they go because it's extremely unlikely they can g- gather enough momentum to do any type of title damage. But what can you see this team doing? There's a lot of momentum. The preseason games were packed out. The stadium looks amazing, as you touch on. And they've got some quality players. What, what do you expect from them? I expect them to be uh, highly competitive mm-hmm. throughout the season. Um, I don't expect them to really at any point get into any kind of uh, conversations about making the, the postseason and being involved in the finals. But they're going to be fun to watch. Geez, we've seen that already. Josh Majette is a classy point guard. Will Magnay looks up and about. He's going to be all over the rim. And Josh Adams is look, he's going to be inconsistent, but he's an excitement machine. I mean, he... I describe him as kind of Derek Rose light in the way that he attacks the rim with, with reckless abandon. So they're going to be fun to watch. They're just not as deep as some of those teams, you know, or across the rest of the league who have been around for a number of years and built their rosters uh, over a period of time. So I think that's going to come back to hurt them. It's going to hurt them over the course of the season as a whole, but also within games where, you know, that top end talent in the starting lineup will get out. They'll be highly competitive. But as they go deeper within the roster, I think most of the better teams will get a bit of a handle on them. But there'll be some nights throughout the season where they will shock some teams. That, that Tasmanian crowd down there that's been starved of basketball for a number of decades will get up and about and get that team over the line. So they're going to be fun to watch throughout the year as they, um, they get their, their sort of NBL existence. Uh, rolling. That's something we have spoken about and you kind of need to do because uh, look, it'll be packed on Friday night and you and I were 
both very keen to get down there. The, the current border restrictions, of which we understand, uh, limits us from getting into Tasmania until at least the middle of December. But they've been able to really get some momentum. They look really fun to watch. If you can't win as a new franchise, you have to offer a great deal of entertainment. And, and they look like they're at least going to tick one of those boxes early. For sure. They're going to be fun to watch. And uh, although I tell you what, it would be spectacular for them to get an opening night win. It would be. I mean, we saw that with the Phoenix two seasons ago. They were scheduled to play their crosstown rivals, Melbourne United, in their first ever game. They come out and Mitch Creek goes bang in the fourth quarter, hits a big three, and they get over the line. And look, that's a franchise. They didn't make the finals in that first year, but they did last year. They were a game away from a grand final appearance and they're coming into this season ready to go. And that's the blueprint for the Jack Jumpers. If they can come out, have a few big moments in that in, in year one, opening night would be a spectacular time to have one. Uh, then they can really kind of establish some foundations to build on from there. Am I going too far? Kelvin Telford, in the mid-90s, late in the end of the Hobart Devils, dropped 50 mm-hmm. on opening night. Am I going too far to start to dream that a Tasmanian player can do that Friday night? You're, you're way off. <laughs> yeah, I that don't is, know. I know it's so, shorter games, but like, how cool <laughs> would it be? Well, I, I, whatever it would take mm-hmm. to get a win. I like Brisbane. I'm excited for Brisbane to be good again this season and to, to, to have a successful year. But I'm cheering for the Jack Jumpers on opening night yeah. because it would, be, it would be cool. I would love to see Josh Majed get out, have a double-double, a whole bunch of assists. I'd love Will Magnate to throw down a few big dunks, send a few shots packing, and for Josh Adams to have um, a few moments where he's all over the rim himself and for the Jack Jumpers to come away with an opening night win. That would be a spectacular way for them to start as a franchise and for this NBL 22 season to kick off. Liam Santamaria joins us, NBL Media, NBL Overtime on ESPN tonight, Channel 509 from 7.30. A little closer to where we are here in Melbourne. Phoenix and Melbourne United, two teams that went the distance in their semi-final last year. United went on to win the championship. We'll get to Dalavadova in a moment and, and what he adds, but this Phoenix crew, they came oh so close and they've, they've built on it. This is a team that's going to be very good. Big old chip on their shoulder yep. coming into this season. Up 17 yeah. against Melbourne United in that game three of that semi-final series and it all just unraveled. They get tumbled out of the finals and then they watch their crosstown rivals hoist the championship trophy. Make no mistake, that stings for, for everyone there at South East Melbourne from their front office through their coaching staff and their key pieces in the roster. And um, they're coming back on a bit of a revenge mission. Um, they've got a lot, seven or eight of their guys back, which is, of course, a key way of how you build success in the NBL, talent plus continuity breeds success in this league and then they've added some exciting pieces on the top Xavier Mumford American combo guard to to make plays on the perimeter and of course Big Cho Chi the Chinese superstar seven foot one tore it up for the Chinese national team the other day against Japan Uh, he's coming back with a little bit of an injury cloud hanging over the top of him he's got an ankle injury he's bringing into round one will he suit up in their opening game is a bit of a question mark. But over the course of the season, they're going to be really good, the Phoenix, and they are looking to go one or two steps further than they finished up last season. Who is their most important player? Mitch Creek. That's a shadow of a doubt. 
He's he's all NBL second team last year, mm-hmm. despite all the turmoil that was was his, uh, you know, NBL twenty one campaign on and off the floor. Um, and he look, he was their first guy that they signed as a franchise. He was their building block. He's an MVP caliber player when he's up and about, and he's their vocal leader out there on the floor. So he's their most important piece. I like the way Ryan Brokoff has looked in preseason. Sharpshooter is played in the NBA and he looks up and about. Joe Chi needs to be really good, as we say, in the middle. But Mitch Creek is where it starts and finishes for the Phoenix and he is fighting fit, looks ready to have a big season. Melbourne United trying to go back to back. Matthew uh, offered offered added Matthew Delavadova. Has it been understated this this addition to not just Melbourne United but the league from Delhi? What well, massive, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think maybe it has flown a little under the radar. You know, Andrew Bogut came into the league a couple of seasons ago, and you know, these are the kinds of guys who are just household names amongst sporting fans across the country, not just basketball fans. Everybody knows Matthew Delavadova, winning championship there in the Cleveland Cavaliers alongside LeBron James, taking it right up to Steph Curry in the NBA Finals, and of course, a three-time Olympian who's done great things in the green and gold. So having him come into the league, following the footsteps of Bogut a couple of seasons ago, is huge. Um, and yes, they've lost Mitch McCarron, Melbourne United to Adelaide, who was great for them last season. But I think Daly's going to be sensational for them in his own right. Not going to score a whole bunch of points. Just what you saw him do in the NBA, he's going to do similar here in the NBL, where he's going to be a hard-nosed defender, really tough to score against. And he's going to set up his, you know, his primary offensive weapons for good looks. Chris Golding, Joe Lawala-Chul. These guys are going to love playing with Matthew Delvedova. And if you've watched him out there on the NBA, buy a ticket, go to John Kane Arena, watch him play for Melbourne United because he's a superstar of the game in this country. All right. Before I let you go, NBL overtime tonight, 7.30 on ESPN. Uh, look, I did notice you did predictions for the NBL in about August, so I'll allow... Yes. And I won't go deep into all of that, but I'll give you a chance maybe to resurrect and change it if it is. Who who, who wins a championship? I have little tops and changed a little bit in recent times, but I'm all on the Phoenix train. Oy. I think that they are ready to, to, to uh, go the next step this year. And um, I like just love the emotion we spoke about before coming into the season for them. So I think it's all set up for them to go all the way. And... Uh, I think I'll probably be right. Beautifully done. Liam, thank you. You can follow Liam. He's a part of the uh, the ESPN crew, 10 Peach crew, nbl.com.au, the meat and a huge amount of abuse you got last week when you unleashed the power <laughs> rankings on the NBL fraternity. I'm all for it. I look forward to it, mate. We'll uh, catch you tonight, 7.30 ESPN. Cheers, thanks, Cam. Good to chat. Liam Santa Maria across everything. Best broadcaster in the game. We're going to squeeze a breakaway. Plenty more on the other side of this. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.